Good evening and welcome everyone tuning in to Hashtag Stories of Healing podcast, episode 18. Stories of Healing is here to inspire, motivate, help others lift and rise up through their past or present struggles by listening in and connecting with that special guest who tunes into sharing their story of healing and how they overcame that battle. What was their healing process? Currently the host of 8 Billion Podcast and professionally a real estate expert in Southern California, she is the managing partner of the Myria Group a boutique real estate firm based in Orange County. Her passion and purpose is displayed through 8 Billion Project, where she uncovers and shares the purpose of every person on this planet. This mission is a manifestation of her own journey to self-love and self-healing, and now gives every person a platform to share their story of hope, inspiration, and courage to being their divine selves. 8 Billion is now ranked top 5% in global podcasts on Listen Notes, amongst 2.4 million podcasts worldwide and will be celebrating its one-year anniversary this October. She is here to show others the power of what loving yourself and stepping into your own power can do. Welcome, Lisa. I'm honored to have you on the show tonight. How are you doing? I'm doing well, teammate. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be on your show. So thank you so much for the pleasure of being a guest on Stories of Healing. Amazing. Thank you, Lisa. I'm so grateful to have you on the show. And it's been some time, you know, and I'm really excited to hear your story and have the listeners tune in and listen as well. And um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so there's, (laughs) there's quite a bit to tell me about myself, but I'm just going to go ahead and start everyone to the audience. I just want to say thank you for tuning in tonight. I'm Lisa Florida out of Southern California. In fact, I'm particularly from Orange County, California. So if uh, anyone's tuning in globally, if you guys know where Disneyland is from, I'm close to Disneyland. (laughs) So I'm from that area. So I am, uh, like T. May was saying, I am a real estate expert here in Orange County. I I specialize in distressed properties. Um, So uh, I do that as a profession. But as a passion project, I am the host of the 8 Billion Project, which is currently right now a podcast. Um, I have dreams and visions of expanding it into global uh, projects that will will work for different causes in the future, hopefully documentaries and maybe even a book one day. But it's still got a long road and there's still probably 8 billion more people (laughs) to interview. I don't think that our human population is there yet, but there's a countdown. Uh, that's there. I'm also a single mother. I have a son that's 17 years old. Um, I, you know, like Timmy was saying it, um, I've been on a healing journey for quite some time. I had a spiritual awakening, uh, around the year of 2008 when the first mortgage meltdown or the mortgage crash happened here in Southern California. And I asked myself this deeper question, is there something more to life than what is happening? Because as we have already, as many of us globally have experienced the repercussions of what the pandemic did here in the United States back in 2008, the big, you know, real estate crash did that to so many. And my myself and my family being in it, we we witnessed firsthand a lot of the different um, families that had lost their homes, and it was just it was it was really uh, unbelievable. Would probably be the if you asked me to have one word describe that time frame, and so that um, from there inspired me to actually go back home to the Philippines. That's the motherland. So I was born here in the United nice. States, but both of my parents are Filipino. And in 2008 and 2010, excuse me, I visited and I just kind of saw 
everything from a different set of eyes. And I, and I was saying that I was fortunate enough that my parents had, um, was able to migrate to the United States and create a different life for themselves, but not everyone had that opportunity. And so I, I was like, I've been one of the more fortunate ones. And so I've had it really embedded in my heart to really give back, but fast forward 10 years, what started out as a passion for like going back to the motherland, the Philippines and helping out ended up becoming a big mission that's global. Mm. And so this is kind of where it takes me today. But Amazing. again, I mean, talking about, you're talking about a 10 to a 12 to 13 year stretch of a spiritual journey where it's just an ever, you know, like it's an unlayering of the onion. Like every mm. time there's, there's so many things to discover about yourself. So I'm happy to be here and share some of that stuff today here on Stories of Healing. Amazing. Thank you, Lisa, for sharing all that in, in your background. I'm really excited. The guests are excited. We've been anticipating this episode for a while now. Um, Lisa, are you ready to dive in? Absolutely. All Pass right. All right. All <laughs> right. So, Lisa, what is your story of feeling of which brought you a life challenge and struggle? So... I've had quite a few in my lifetime, you know, like, uh, like I said, I'm a single mother, so I divorced, uh, I, do you mind if I just share the few that I've had for or do sure? You like me to stick to just like one in particular for sure. Yeah. If you wanted to share, um, your multiple challenges that you were faced that maybe have accumulated where you needed that healing, um, it's, it's all your platform. So however you like <laughs> to present it, however you like to present it. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, like I, I am a single mother and I separated from my son's um, father at 10 months. And we didn't know, like I said, our marriage didn't last long and we didn't date long before that. So that was probably one of my biggest challenges at an early age of probably like 26. Fast forward, we were, I was able to get through that. I had the love and support of my family. But like I said, that the 2008 market crash was really something that was different. Um, and really opened my eyes to a lot because when you when you're at the height of a career and what feels like money is raining from the sky, and all of a sudden that ends. Now, when I say that it ends, it, the market shifted. So we were fortunate enough to have the expertise or to have the knowledge to to guide homeowners that were in distress through the you know like the whole process inside the banking system. And then we were, we were also fortunate enough to represent major banks as foreclosure agents. But regardless of like the career accolades, what happens is like from a deeper level, you start to understand like, you know, especially when you're starting to watch all the families, you can't sit there and relish in your, in your career, in your career accomplishments, but watch all these families lose their homes. And so that was big for me. And that's the, that was like a big, is there more to life than this? And so that led to, like I said, going to the Philippines, but even more so, let me talk about my biggest awakening was um, probably at the end of 2019. Well, 2018, of course, I lost my mother. So that was huge. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when everything happens, it, it's, it's like Murphy's law, it all happens and sometimes you just have to sit still. And I know that's hard because it seems to be a ripple effect. So I lost my mother in 2018. That was really hard on myself and the family, especially because she was not only a great, you know, mother, but she was a great leader in business. Mm -hmm. And so that, that was another big thing. Like, I didn't even know if I had the wherewithal to step in her shoes. Oh, wow. Like, 
yeah, hmm. because it was me, my brother and sister. And here we are, we're like, oh, now just lost our leader, not only as, you know, like not only in business as a mother, it's just like our lives got flipped upside down. And then for myself, in 2019, I started realizing like, you know, I, you know, I'm 43 now and I'm, I'm still a single mom and I'm single. I'm not in a relationship, but I started to realize patterns of relationships that I was in. And for a good a stretch of seven to eight years, I would get into like these, I, I keep saying this on different podcasts, same guy, different name tag. And okay. it was just the same type of pattern. But what, you know, finally by 2019, I was like, I'm done. Like mm -hmm. the only common denominator here was me. <laughs> so I had to take full responsibility for what it was. And I dive deep in and I look, I, you know, like kind of took myself off the market and I just said, like, I'm going to focus on myself. And what mm -hmm. I really discovered was I, I had not loved myself to the capacity that I should have, because what I, what I didn't notice in these patterns was it was hard for me to draw boundaries. Mm -hmm. And that's a hard boat to turn, especially when you're, you're close to 40 and you've noticed those patterns. I mean, you would think like two, three different types of relationships. And I can't say they were all exactly alike, but what happens is you start to realize certain things because sometimes, you know, like you'll have relationships where they say, oh, it's complicated because there's a runner and a chaser and all this kind of stuff. In real love, when both when both people are really healthy and there's a lot of self-love, there doesn't need to be running and chasing. There doesn't need to be manipulation. There doesn't need to be one that gives and one that takes. It's an equal energetic exchange mm -hmm. of love between two people. And oftentimes, and most of humanity isn't aware of that yet. You know, because everyone's mm -hmm. sacrificing or there's roles that you yeah. feel the female has to have and roles that the male has to have. And so that often, so that was a huge awakening for me, but that really sparked my big awakening to really understand my calling, which was 8 billion. Because if I, if I could take the time to, to really dive deep within myself, understand what my programs were, I was like, anyone can do this. It's not easy though, because mm -hmm. it, it has, you take a hard look at everything. And sometimes you're trying so hard to figure it out and you're just like, please. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, but as you ask the universe and you connect with God, you know, God's spirit, your creator, you know, whoever, whoever you choose to have as, you know, as, you know, our all being, right? They will deliver and it's good, but you have to be quiet. You have to silence and listen, because I think oftentimes what we're doing is we're asking, we're asking, we're asking, and all the answers are right there, but you're not listening. And mm -hmm. so um, that really was big. But at the same time, though, too, what was happening synonymously was the big shutdown of the world. So when everyone was tuning in to listen to the, the COVID news, I would go out, I would meditate. I hired a meditation coach, an energy mm -hmm. healer. And I learned a lot. I learned that I was also a big empath. So mm -hmm. I, for most of my life, I was taking on people's emotions and feelings. And I didn't, I couldn't decipher that if it was mine or not. So oftentimes I would feel, you know, shame, guilt, and fear, or I'd feel very deeply emotional and it would just be out of nowhere. But you have to understand everything is energy. And so it gets transferred. And so until I started to start practicing all of the energy healing 
and, you know, centering myself, connecting with God and my highest self, I learned to really change the way that I co-created my life. And so what I, what I felt was, was that when I decided to start 8 billion was that there's a light in all of um, every human in this, on this planet. And all it has to do is be turned on and we could really shift the way humanity will be in the future if we all do this together. But we've got to heal. <laughs> mm, yes. Powerful. Amazing. You know what? I, I think it's incredible that as human beings, you know, we can go through so many different challenges in our lives. And it doesn't matter like what timeline you figure that out, because I feel like it's important that everything happens for a reason. And to go mm -hmm. through some of the things that you went through with your family and then those relationships, it like, and then to recognize where you were at and then recognize and, and create awareness to know that you need that self-healing. I think that's, it's an amazing gift and it's, it's super special. And I think every person that gets to that point where they find that spot where like, okay, I need this self-healing. I need to start working on the self-love in my position mm -hmm. where I am. Cause from there, then you can create that equal energy for anyone in your life and provide that love and support. And, you know, to see where you're doing now with your podcast and how you dove into that and, and reaching out 8 billion people, you know, it's incredible. I wanted to ask, um, when you were faced with a lot of the challenges with your family and then some of those relationships that you were, uh, that you went through, um, if you can think back when you recognized you were faced with a lot of those those struggles, um, what were some of the things that you may have done to keep yourself healthy um, before you even started the podcast? Where there, where did you did you um, try to channel some of that energy and in some in a healthy way? Yeah, I mean, like I did absolutely. Like I started learning, like um, as you know, like certain you know, of course, certain breakups would hurt more than others. But what I, you know, what I even understood was just like, it, it wasn't even until later that I understood that everything was energy down to thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, you, you know, you get caught up in the minutia of thinking about it and you, you don't even understand. It was just like being aware. So like for myself, I always, you know, I've always been a big like um, I love meditation. But of mm -hmm. course, everyone was like, it's so hard to meditate. But there's so many different forms of meditation. Um, I like going out and doing a lot of walks, you know, just, and it's true when they say get out in nature, it's because, you know, sometimes the energy inside a house can be stagnant and you need to get some fresh air or like there's, you know, at least the plants and the forest and all that kind of stuff have like living organisms that, you know, so just being able to kind of just think clearly, but it's true. Your journey is your journey. And there were certain things that I feel that as time went by, it was only time that could deliver that, if that makes any sense, right? Because, right. of course, when I lost my mom, that's that's a different type of pain. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's a different type of pain that I understood, you know, that that wasn't there before she passed. So you just have to give yourself enough grace and just be aware of a lot of the things that you're feeling. You know what I mean? And just... For sure. Yeah, do your best to kind of, like I said, get through it. Now there's so many resources for everyone to heal. I mean, there's mm -hmm. there's a mass awakening of people that are healers, people that are pot, and they're in every industry. They're all waking up to understanding that really it's it's love and being divine and being able to accept each other without judgment is really what's going to heal the human race and and push us forward. Amazing, I agree. 
And um, I wanted to touch like, um, you know, during some of the challenges that you were faced and you were pushing yourself forward, what were some of the hardest things to let go of to help push yourself forward when you started recognizing like, okay, I need to really focus on myself. I need to do my self-love. Um, what were some of the things that you really mm-hmm. needed to let go of to really give you that, uh, that launch to focus on you? Well, and you know, a lot of things were just one, like being aware that everything is energy and that oftentimes that some of the things that I would feel in my body until I started meeting my energy healer, I understood that sometimes it can be stuck in your body. So some people like won't understand, like everything you feel in your body is a manifestation of energy. That's why, and and if it becomes a disease or virus or becomes cancer, it's a lot of energy that's stuck in the body. And so that's one of, you know, that's one of the things, but going back to what your question was, one of the things that was the hardest, right. Was like, let's just say I was in a relationship and then it ended. Sometimes the hardest thing is to just really sit there and evaluate, is this relationship really good for me or not? Is it equal give and take? Because oftentimes what one person does is they chase the other trying to prove their worthiness. And in relationships, you don't have to prove your, your worthiness. What you have to understand is you're worthy in and of itself. You're complete and whole without that other person. Oftentimes we put too much pressure on the other person to complete us. And that's what I was often doing, not knowing it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. very subconscious sometimes and it's very subtle. So you have to understand those things. Or of course, there's things where, I would ask myself, you know, like, oh, I'm getting close to 40. How come I can't find anyone? Like, what's wrong with me? Like, when you start thinking in that sense, you know, it's it starts to like really, it starts to become a story you tell yourself. And once you decide that that is no longer your story, that's where the trajectory of everything changes. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, I think it's like super powerful to, you know, going back in past relationships, you know, as human beings, those are experience and memories that we share. And, you know, we're all not meant to be with one another, you know, and when you find yourself um, that self-love and you find that you're ready to know that you're worthy for someone else, I find like those are those moments where you meet that right person. Mm-hmm. And over time, when you're getting in and out of relationships and you're, and you're providing that love and support, but you realize you're chasing, trying to prove it does create like almost a loop effect. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's only till you recognize that self-awareness and know where you're at that, you know what, there needs to be a little bit more self-love. Maybe there's something in the family, you know, where you, how you were raised. Maybe it was, maybe there was something missing in your past, a conversation that was missing that you need to have with yourself to kind of find that self-healing. And, you know, going back, like in and out of like tough relationships, it's, I find those are the most valuable pieces of our experiences and memories, uh, as you move forward, because down the road, you're able to be there for others in such a more stronger and positive way and for yourself as well. Absolutely. It's, it's powerful. I mean, there are things now it's called like conscious coupling and unconscious coupling, which Mm. is like you're aware as a couple when you come together. And sometimes you're going to understand, remember, it's not that it's not your partner's responsibility to heal you. It's for you to be for you to able to recognize your programs and your paradigms. And for the other person, if they want to be in the relationship to hold that space as you heal, because only you can go through that journey. 
And often, and so that's why there's really great theories of conscious coupling where you're both just aware you cannot heal the other person. You have to hold the space for that person to heal themselves. And hopefully what happens as you go down that journey is you could stay together through the changes. And that's what really makes great, you know, great couples. But, and then of course there's unconscious coupling where it's like you, you guys understood that you've done everything that you could, but you don't leave each other in such a hateful manner or in, in complicated ways. That's oftentimes where I believe people carry baggage from relationship to relationship. And it even spills over into family relationships because there's this lack of being able to communicate and express yourself and to be, and, and for other people to hold that space and give you the ability to do that. So it, it's really big that people just start becoming aware of that, you know, and I, I, and I think that can become really powerful for us as a human race. If we, if we're just aware of those things, it's the way we communicate. It's, you know, sometimes when you don't communicate, you say a lot. So it's, for sure. yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think it's also super powerful to recognize your energy like where mm -hmm. your energy is at recognizing how you're communicating is one and recognizing that relationship, but also recognizing like your energy in that present moment. And maybe when you're not with that person, what is your energy like as well when you're alone? Yeah. And I feel like when we focus on that and focus on that, those moments that could really start developing like a better mindset of towards, okay, is this the right relationship for me? Is this mm -hmm. the right path to take? Um, that's amazing. And I wanted to ask, um, like after all those relationships and the challenges that you face in your family, and I am sorry for your loss. Um, Thanks, teammate. You're you know, sister. and uh, you know, I, I I believe you know she's looking down, you know, and and she's really proud, and you know, proud of you and what you're doing. And I think that your mission is so important right now. And one of the things I wanted to touch base with is that for you to overcome what you went through, what was kind of that like moment where you realized you wanted to start the podcast how did that how did that moment where you're like okay hey, i'm letting go i'm working on myself and how did that get into the podcast what was that conversation with somebody what was that moment of like awakening when and how did that happen well you start to understand that there's a lot of people who will some people will know that they're on mission and they mm. understand that they're here for the collective to help raise the vibration. Mm. For me in the first quarter of 2020, especially around that time of um, the pandemic and the lockdown, right? I was going into really deep meditation and, and like I told you, I hired a meditation coach. We did like different practices of, of, of meditation. But as I started to listen, that's when I started to understand, like I started having like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like, um, sometimes they were visions. I, you remember Timmy, you were talking about it too. Like you had dreams. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I knew that for me, I had always had a big heart for the Philippines. So I was like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was listening and listening to God. And then all of a sudden I always thought it was going to be in business. And then I looked down and I was like, my friend had started a big live streaming and it blew up in the Philippines during the pandemic. And I looked down and I was like, oh, I am not going to live stream, right? <laughs> I said, that's for like a bunch of young kids and I'm going to be laughed at. But they said, start there and you'll know if you said yes to the calling, just start there and you'll know if it's right by the success that you have. Now, success mm -hmm. can be, success can be measured in so many ways, mm -hmm. but in 
by most of humanity, it's measured in numbers, right? right? But what I did is when I started going on, my family and friends supported me. I started interviewing people. It was just nice. easy. And then I was really great on camera and interviewing. And everyone's like, where did this all come from? I was like, I don't know. So from there, because it was live stream, everyone would say, hey, we like your shows, but if we can't make it every Saturday night, how do we watch it? So I was just like, so then that's when someone said, why don't you, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And then from there, I think it was just, it just made the most sense that because I was going to start a podcast, I'll just call it, you know, I'll just make this thing global. Nice. And, and but, but it's, it's crazy though, Timmy, because sometimes a lot of, being on mission and listening to a calling from God, like people think like you have this whole clear vision and you don't. Sometimes they're just asking you to take the first few steps. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about your podcasting journey, right? Where yeah. did it start? And then it led from one person to the next. Yeah, and you know, know, right? For sure. Yeah, it, it's, it's amazing because it started with me being a guest on another show. And shout out to Tracy Williams. She's she's an inspiration <laughs> um, who started um, motivating me. I, I jumped on her show and um, she inspired me to actually start my podcast. So when I was thinking about it a lot consciously as well, I started having dreams and visions of, you know, reaching out and connecting with people globally as best as I can to share each other's stories and the struggles and, and the adversities that we had to face and those challenges and how we were able to overcome them and what was each other's healing processes because those healing processes that we connect and share with maybe can touch another life young old doesn't matter whoever's listening and tuning in that has a relatable story with that story that the guest is sharing that can create a form of healing and i just think it's so powerful and amazing and that was a gift i was praying about it i'm like god was really showing me a way he was guiding me that you need to focus on reaching on connecting with people globally and bringing together each other's stories. And I just love like your story. It's so mm -hmm. epic the way that, you know, all the things you've faced in your life and then having, having also that a little bit of awakening. And it's true. It's just like that one person after another, that, that motivation. And when you said that vibrations, lifting those vibrations, it's almost like that mm -hmm. energy just starts to latch on and you really get a nice push um, because people support your vision. And once you start feeling that support, it just takes off. It takes and, off. And uh, I just, I've been watching your your socials. I've been watching your shows and like you're doing incredible. And, and, and you know, just the, the fact that you're like in top 5% globally, like it's incredible and I'm proud of you. And I think um, this is literally just the beginning for you. Thank you so much, Timmy. It's, it's true. Like when you surrender to the process and listening, and I know it's hard with the human mind and, you know, that we can veer off into different subjects, but a big part of it too is ego, right? Right. We have to recognize what our egos yeah. want because our egos are attached to something that we feel entitled to. But when we take, when we move, when we're just one, at least aware of what the ego is, as opposed to what our spirit tells us, that's your first step. But if you can't decipher between the two, that's where you have to really like sit still and understand, like, do you feel entitled to this? And it's different from like, it's, it's like feeling and, and I hopefully like the audience, I know that I'm, I'm trying to put this into words, but when it comes from the spirit there is no attachment to like, I'm this or I'm that, or I'm bigger than this. And I'm bigger than that. 
it's now starts to become about the collective. It starts to become like you and I here share space and we heal each other. And we don't know who else could be coming across this story. But if we sit here in our most authentic selves, we give other people the space to share their stories. And that's what's going to be powerful in the next, you know, from here on out. It's, I mean, I think we're in the age of Aquarius. They call it like, it's this age of consciousness expansion. And so, yeah, it's going to be really neat. Sometimes I, I have this tendency to just, you know, I'm a Sagittarius. So I like to dream big visions. <laughs> It's important to look at it like a big picture, you know, and, and, and shoot for that because that's how when you're when you were focusing on those small goals, like you, how you're doing your shows and you're bringing people on, you're connecting, you're focusing on that big picture at the end of the road, you know, and it just starts to snowball effect and really grow. Yeah. And um, I think it's incredible that you're connecting with some amazing guests, amazing people around the globe that are sharing their stories. I've been watching and tuning in and it's 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 really awesome. Um one of the questions I had to ask is um, going back and looking back through all the relationships that you went through, um, even some of the challenges you had uh, with your family, um, but focusing, I guess, more on the relationships as well. Um, if so, what would you do differently to overcome some of those things you went through? Is there something that you might have would want to try differently if you looked back? You know, if I could look back and try differently... You know, I really do believe that every every person and every moment and every time frame plays a role, you know, whether it, it was really big for you or really small. And it happened exactly when it was going to happen and how it was going to happen. Oftentimes, one of the biggest things for me as, you know, as we had to finally let go, you know, and let my mom transition me and my siblings would always look back and say, okay, could we have done this? Could we put mom in this treatment and then she could last longer? Should we just let her have gone holistic? Hmm. But the really, there, I know, and, and stay with me while this gets really deep, but one That's of the cool. things, yeah, one of the hardest things was that I think it was probably maybe a day or two that I was, you know, my mom was going to pass and I I talked to my friend. He was, he's a, he's an intuitive. And I told, and maybe if George sees this, shout out George, he was on my season three. So I'll just give nice. a little shout, shout out, out George. to George. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, honey, he was just like, I was like bawling in my car and I was just in the parking garage at the hospital. And he goes, you know what? Your mom has come to terms with, with where she's and having, you know, tra transitioning. All you guys have to do is, is let go. And in that moment, I cried so hard because what I said is like, whatever was, was meant to happen was meant to happen down to the single second that she, that she, you know, that her spirit left her body. Wow. And that sometimes we'll, here's the thing as humans, we'll go back and we'll say, how do we change this? I'm so bad because I didn't make these goals. But in the grand scheme of things to me, you just, what, what we're all here to do is just live an experience. Now we, we might gauge it as good and bad, or we might say it's success and fail. But really, if you think about it, when we die or we leave our bodies, could we take all the money that we, could we take all the money and the materials? No, what we do remember. And one of the last things we ever say to those that we are around is I love you. Mm -hmm. So it's that difference that you make in that person's life. Yes. You know, I, we're all guilty. We haven't left the best, you know, we've all done things. We haven't left the best relationship and all that kind of stuff, but it was there to serve its purpose in learning and for us to grow. 
And so that's why I have a different outlook in life. It's like, because you're going to sit there with so much guilt thinking like, oh, could I have done this wrong? Or if you feel so compelled, if you're in your most authentic and genuine self, like reach out to that person. It's never mm. too late. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Powerful. You know what? Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I'm super grateful and, and our listeners tuning in are very grateful to hear your story. And, you know, I just wanted to say uh, we got a comment here. Uh, so I got my mama here <laughs> sending some love. <laughs> so she's uh, sending some hearts here for the show. She's just saying love you. So it's great. Oh, is that your mom? Yeah. Mama's tuning in. Hi, mom. <laughs> so Aww, I thought I'd do a shout so out there. You have an amazing son amazing incredible incredible you know what and i love hearing your story and i think it's super um relatable to a lot of people's lives right now the the time that we're living in is a stressful and tough time and i think it's but also the best time because we can also learn so much about ourselves the more we focus now where we're at that self-awareness you know there's there's a lot of families and relationships that became broken because of this pandemic um being you know being shut down being isolated um being separated divided in different ways um this is the time now to figure out okay who we are as people in our hearts what is our purpose now now that these things have happened and created a lot of different barriers um how do we break free by connecting on a global scale how do we break fee break free to find that self-awareness and self-love so we could provide love for the community and the people around us. There's always somebody else out there that's struggling worse than us. So how do we lift those spirits up, you know? And how do we create that that balance, that energy balance in this world? And I love where you're at because that's what you're doing. I see that you're like creating this energy balance through meeting all your guests globally on the show. And uh, you're such a positive and bright influence. And um, yeah, I, I see super big things that you're going to do in the community. So keep going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> keep going. One of my, my, like, one of the final questions in a sense I have is out of all the experiences you have been able to harness and looking back, what are some words of wisdom that you would be able to share with someone that's battling challenges face today, whether it's in their relationships or maybe someone in their family that's struggling in health, what are some things based on everything that you've went through and you found your purpose, you found that self-love and healing, what's something that you can provide that can maybe give them a little bit of an uplifting and some wisdom? Well, what I would like to say is I encourage everyone, you know, no matter where you are in life, whether you're facing medical issues, whether you're having family issues, there's, you know, you're looking for money, you know, like you're struggling with money. I just want to encourage, like, you know, a, a big thing that I learned in this whole journey was that I was gauging everything through the outside forces of what I could see. And that was just looping me over and over. It wasn't until I took the journey inward that my life started to change. Because when I started to understand who I was, what I really wanted, and I started to really love myself, my outer world would change. And that includes everything down to like money, health, everything. You can't be of contribution and a good person to other people if you're not good to yourself. And so the first thing, and I would, and I'll say this, I think to everyone until, you know, until unless I have this other bright idea or another epiphany, but it is, it's take the journey inward. And mm -hmm. for some people, it's not going to happen overnight. Mine was a 12 to 13 year journey, but don't judge it for its time frame. Mm -hmm. What you got to do is just surrender to the moments and the lessons at the time, because sometimes wisdom can't be earned only with time. 
And so don't be hard because everyone's always just trying to be better. I want to be smarter so I can gain more money and I don't have to do all this kind of stuff. Your journey was here for you to come and experience in all of its glory. And so at the end of the day, I encourage everyone to take the journey inward because when you can heal yourself, collectively, we're all healing each other. Incredible. Thank you, Lisa, for sharing. That's that's amazing. I'm very blessed. You know what? Our guests are blessed today to to have you tuning in and, and sharing those words. Um, I just love that it, you can tell it's from the bottom of your heart and the way that you're expressing your energy. And, um, you know, I'm feeling the healing right now. Just on the <laughs> side. <laughs> and, um, you know, I agree. I think it's looking inward, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and that will looking inward and focusing inward really will help how we can provide love and support for, for everyone around us. I, I do um, want to, can I add something really quick? For sure. You? If you guys, I mean, just stress test this. If we are supposed to grow consciously as humanity and become of more of love and compassion, don't you think it's really interesting how in 2020, the whole world shut down? It forced everyone to look inward. Mm. Now the world, like, I mean, it's not still, I mean, this is going to be the new normal, but you can't say that in these last two years, there wasn't a time, there wasn't a time and place where time stood still for each of us. True. So I think, you know. I think it's we're true. going in a certain direction. We are going. I agree. I think we're doing a 180, but towards a positive route and a different path. And definitely that time that we were stuck and kind of waiting, it gave us that opportunity and time to really evaluate where we are as humans and how can we connect and how can we provide love and support for each other. You know, at the end of the day, none of us are all alone. There was a point in my life where I felt very alone and I was really depressed um, built with a lot of anxiety. And that was just after the shutdown of the pandemic. I couldn't connect with family. I couldn't connect with my partner. I couldn't connect with friends because everyone also was struggling with their own, whether it was the views or their their um, the reaction, that energy of how we're all dealing with what was going on. So it was hard for me. Um, but I found connecting not only just through this podcast and meeting with people globally, connecting and sharing stories, but it was a way of just reaching out and hearing people's um, stories as well. And their adversities that really allowed me to understand, okay, I'm not alone in my struggle. I'm not alone. And we are all in this together in such a positive and humbling way. In fact, fact, what the universe or your creator was asking you to do was connect with yourself. Right. For sure. Yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 amazing the direction that we're on. And um, Lisa, one of the questions I wanted to ask as well to add is, um, what are you doing today for your podcast guests? If you had if we have listeners tuning in who may have a story that might in in line with your goal and your mission with 8 billion project, um, what are you doing today to support your community? And, um, you know, how can we maybe get some guests on your show? Oh, thank you, teammate. Everyone, you know, you all, that's what the beauty of being human is. We're all unique in each way, right? It's just like a snowflake. There's no two snowflakes. So you each have a story. Um, And it's, that's what I'm saying is like, there's never in this journey, I want to just hear like where you are. Like in most cases, most of my guests, like the 43 that I've had, and then I've still have probably 20 on, 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 on deck to release. Nice. Most of them have found these stories of like, this is where, you know, this is where it turned on for me, especially you. I mean, Tima is going to be featured in season four, but Tima, you have an amazing cool. story, right? It was, 
you talked about it and I think we, we shared mm -hmm. it here. It was you connecting with yourself and then feeling like you couldn't connect with the outer world. Well, mm -hmm. for many of you guys, as you're going down this, you will all figure out your purpose. And really the true thing to life is us standing in our, in our divine selves unapologetically. And that means that we don't judge. So you know, and it, it's holding space for each of us knowing that we're going to figure it out. But you know, the more like we tend to judge and all this kind of stuff. So I'd love to hear from all of you. So if you guys are interested in sharing your story, I can always be, um, you know, I'd love to hear it from 8billionproject.gmail.com. That's going to be, I know it's going to, it's going to come up at the end, but yes, please, you know, for myself, uh, you know, while travel restrictions are here, I'm still looking to collect so many stories from all around the world. And I just want to hear how you, you know, what you're doing and what you've done to heal yourself and, and how you're using that as, as, as the um, power and the fuel to show others and give them the, you know, the courage to stand in their own light. To add on that. So everyone listening and tuning in, if you want to reach out, to Lisa and jump on her show or even just connect on a personal level mm -hmm. um, and how she can help you maybe guide you through some of the stuff that you're facing with right now, whether it's with your family or relationships. Lisa, you're an incredible soul. People tuning in, you can reach out to Lisa on Instagram. It's at Lisa Florida. It's all one word. We also have Lisa here on Facebook, Lisa Florida. You can do a search. And then of course, you can connect with Lisa on our website www.lisaflorida.com and also you mentioned lisa that your um, email is 8 billion at gmail.com no 8 billion project at gmail.com uh -huh. okay. and it's spelled e-i-g-h-t not the number eight amazing 8 billion project at gmail.com if you want a guest on our show and you have a story that you want to share or just connect with lisa on a on a personal level um i'm grateful to have you on our show tonight lisa and um, I'm very honored that you were able to share your story and to share where you're at. I think um, you're on such a bright path and your presence and the love and energy that you're putting into the atmosphere, into the world, the universe. Um, I know it's going to not only create rewards in a sense, but it's <laughs> going to create that self-love and yeah. you're fulfilling your purpose. Um, and I think yeah. that uh, I'm excited to see what will happen, what will go in the near future. Likewise, I'm excited to see what happens for you too, Timae. we will. you will always have a platform on 8 billion to speak your voice. Amazing. Thank you. I appreciate you and I appreciate everyone tuning in tonight on Hashtag Stories of Healing Podcast, episode 18. Again, podcast host, real estate expert. We have Lisa Florida. Everyone tuning in, you can find her on Instagram, Facebook, Lisa Florida, and also www.lisaflorida.com. Thank you, everyone tuning in. Thank you, Lisa, for jumping on our show tonight. Good night. Good See night. you.